Welcome to the She Built This podcast, where we are sharing the stories of professionals and entrepreneurs who are on a mission to create the new norm by following their dreams and making them a reality. I'm your host, Emily Aborn, and together we are inspiring, growing, and giving you the tools you need to bring ideas to life so you can build whatever this means for you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. My favorite month, May, in case you were wondering, is coming to a close today. And I'm excited for everything that's in store for the next couple months, namely because summer is the best time of year here in New England. But additionally, I have some super exciting stuff planned, some of which you will hear about today. Um, My goal this summer is really just to focus on like soaking up the sun as much as possible and being able to have enough flexibility in my schedule where I can just like walk away from my desk and go swimming after I'm done working for the afternoon. So that is not what today's episode is about. Today, what I wanted to talk about as we wrap up the month and sort of shift into a new phase with the podcast is actually threefold. I want to share three things. This month has been focused on the topic of communication here on the She Built This podcast. We started off by talking about how repetition is important and highly effective when it comes to our messaging. We talked about communication and the personality types. We talked about using AI as a communication and content generation tool. And we talked about creating more engagement in our content, in our communication. And today we are wrapping up the month by talking about the power of threes when it comes to our communication itself. And in a very big picture way, I actually have three things that I will be sharing in the episode today. Number one, I want to tell you about some of the news and happenings that I have had uh, lately and how it will help you. Number two, I want to share um, this communication tool that I learned about, which I'm actually working to incorporate for myself as well. Um, And number three, I wanted to fill you in on what's going to be happening with the She Built This podcast over the summer so that you don't get panicky when you don't see an episode next Wednesday at 3.33 a.m. because I know lots of you are setting your alarms for that hour so that you can be the first one to listen and I don't want you to be uh, alarmed. And I promise I did not mean that pun, but it just happened. Um, Before we dive in, I want to tell you real quick about who I am, what I'm doing in your ears right now. And if you've heard all this before, allow your mind to wander for a moment as you tune me out. Just kidding. Do not do that. That is not nice. I'm Emily Aborn. I'm a content copywriter, podcast host of Content with Character, which I'll tell you about in a few minutes, as well as this podcast and the leader of the She Built This community, which I'm not sure at this point what came first, the chicken or the egg, this podcast or the community, but I think it was the community. The She Built This community is a group of like-minded women entrepreneurs who are building it. They are growing their businesses. They are turning straw into gold, aka dreams into reality. And we actually get into a lot of the topics that we cover on the show over in the group. And we share resources and tips and tools and connections and insights along the way of this little journey that we call entrepreneurship. And quite frankly, a lot of it is just stuff you can use in your everyday life. So if you haven't already joined us over there, come on over Uh, The link is in the show notes, as all the links will be in the show notes, but it's also shebuiltthis.org to get into the group. 
Today's episode was inspired by an article I read recently called Three Rules to Express Your Thoughts So Everyone Will Understand You. It's written by Alan Alda from, and it was on bigthink.com. And I will include the link in the show notes because I want, if you like to read, I want you to be able to go back and read the article. I know some of us like to read, some of us like to listen, some of us like both. So what drew me to this particular article is that I personally do a lot of workshops. I speak for various organizations. And of course, as you can hear right now, I do a lot of podcasting. And I want to learn to communicate in ways that are clear and understandable, in the most clear, understandable way possible, especially when I'm breaking something down that like makes a lot of sense in my head. It's totally natural to me. Uh, No brainer, but might have my audience looking at me like, you know, I have three heads as I'm trying to explain it to them. So what I'm going to do for you is I'm going to break down the three rules that were shared in the article. And I'm going to give you my thoughts on each one and then how we can actually like apply it for yourself. Because one thing I did notice about this article is it didn't give a lot of easy application. And so when I was reading it, I was kind of like, all right, now how do I take this and actually apply it? And so I was like, I would love to do a podcast episode on this and like really watch, like really set it into motion and practice it. So like you are witnessing me practicing all three of these rules, which is... I don't know, maybe good for you, maybe bad for you. We'll see. Anyway, if you are not a fan of rules, you don't like rules, anything that says rule, you run the opposite way. Look, my hand is raised here too. I don't like rules, but maybe we can call them for the for the, for the purposes of this podcast. We're going to call them principles or guidelines or maybe I'll call them guideposts. I'm going to call them guideposts. Yes, three guideposts. So we're going to break down the three guideposts shared in the article and I'll give you thoughts on each and how to apply it for yourself. Ready? It's going to be fun. All right. Guidepost number one, have no more than three points. Angela Lucier, uh, founder of the women's speaking organization, Speaker Sisterhood, used to use this fantastic analogy when it came to speeches. She would say, don't overstuff the burrito. I've actually never like been to Chipotle in my entire life, but I've heard that you can basically add in anything that you want into your burrito. You can keep on telling them like, yeah, the rice, the beans, the avocado, the spinach, the tomatoes, the sour cream. Like, I don't even know what else goes in a burrito because this is how behind the times I am. But anyway, you can imagine that if you're sitting there telling that Chipotle person to cram absolutely everything into that burrito, it is going to quickly become overstuffed and be bursting at the seams. In the same way, if we are trying to cram everything we know, everything we want to tell people into our speech or into our podcast or into a social media post, how many of you have seen that, into your website, we can quickly overstuff the thing that is someone's brain until it is bursting at the seams. And what happens then is that they walk away feeling sick and overwhelmed rather than satiated. They feel like they have no idea how to implement it, no idea how to take action, and they might be a little bit uh, tired after listening to you. So it's up to us as communicators and as presenters in courses, workshops, podcasts, and even short form content, I want to say like reels to distill it down to what matters most. Have no more than three points. Our human brains are jam-packed and they're also taking in a lot of information all the time. If you're like me, you can remember all of your friends' phone numbers from when you were like 10 years old, 
But you go ahead and try to add in a new 10-digit phone number or my husband's social security number into this thing. Like, forget about it. Our brain capacity is only so much and we need to take our audience's retention and their capacity into consideration too when we're sharing, which is why, hence, have no more than three points. Alrighty, so I'm going to give you two quick examples, uh, breaking this down of three points being used live time so you can envision it in another way. One is that, as I told you at the beginning, I would be sharing three things in this episode with you. My news and happenings, this communication tool, and what is happening to the podcast this summer. So those are my three points in today's episode. Another example of this live time is that this actual communication framework itself is three points, three guideposts. When you're sharing with your community, how can you condense and even consider at those three solid points and takeaways, whether it be through a story you're telling, a workshop you're doing, a podcast, a post on LinkedIn, an email you're sending. Oh my God, have you ever seen an email with like, I mean, actually I'm raising my hand again because I'm a little bit guilty of this too, but where it has like all these calls to actions and links, three. Three is our magic number, my friends. Three solid points. Guidepost number one, have no more than three points. I know I said that many times, but I'll tell you why I said it many times in a few minutes. Guidepost number two, explain ideas in three ways. Now, you may have probably, you probably didn't notice this, but I just did this above. And if you do want to hear it again, rewind to guidepost number one, because that's what I did. I explained the concept of using three different formats, the burrito example, the human brain and its capacity, and a few examples to apply for your own marketing materials. This is something I'm really trying to work into my teaching style too and in my workshops because we don't all learn the same way. Like sometimes someone will be talking to me and my eyes just glaze over. I cannot track with them. I'm like, I have no idea what they're saying at this point. Sometimes it's the way the person is telling a story. I have a very linear brain. My brain works on like timestamps and order of operations. And so I do get easily confused if something is not like a little bit more like, uh, uh, linear in, in time. I'm speaking just in, as it refers to time. Have you ever had someone, maybe a client or maybe in a workshop, um, at the end of a workshop, uh, they ask you a question and you're like, um, I don't even really know how to answer that. What did they just ask me? Like what just happened? Or maybe you, you know, I've been, I've done this before where I actually just make up an answer based on like what I think they asked me. And then sometimes I'm way, way off base. So one way, of course, around this is to clarify and say, you know, so what I think you're asking me is, or so what I think you're saying is, but what I do sometimes is I will ask the person to ask it in a different way. I'll say, can you ask me that in a different way? Or can you give me a different, ex- can you give me an example of that and tell me how it shows up for you? Or I ask a follow-up question to get more clarity because sometimes the way that someone is asking a question even in like forms you fill out, anytime somebody is asking a question that is just feels confusing, sometimes what you need is for them just to ask it in a different way. We have to explain things in different ways because what clicks for one brain and helps all that information integrate it actually might switch another brain completely off and make it shut down. And another thing to consider here is that, you know, some of us process a little bit more like through our emotions, right? Some of us process a little bit more tactically or through our physical tactics 
tactilely, I don't know if that's a word, but you know what I mean, through our physical senses. And then some of us from a very logical and critical thinking lens. And then in addition to that, like you take those three out of the equation, you still got the visual learners, the auditory learners, the ones who need to like implement and do it, the readers, the writers. I mean, you see my point here, right? So let's explain things in three different ways. Give three examples, apply it in three different ways, come at it from three different vantage points, Go back to guidepost number one, and you're going to do this with each of your three points, ideally. So guidepost number two is explain it in three ways. Guidepost number three, make important points three times. Make important points three times. Make important points three times. Just kidding. I'm sorry. Um, But I've also been trying to do that in this podcast as well, and I do try to do that in my other podcast. When you have something in your speech, your presentation, your workshop, your podcast, your reel, you can do a summary as you go through each point where you make important points multiple times, or you could kick it off with, here's the three points we're going to cover You can summarize it in the middle and say, here's where we are, here's what we're covering next, and then at the end again, bring it all together by saying, here's what we talked about. Make important points three times. I might also recommend or add in additionally here the power of the pause. I tend to speak fast, as you probably know, and I have to remind myself to take breaths, to take a pause, especially after important points to really let them sink in. I recently heard on the Grammar Girl podcast where Mignon Fogarty, yes, my hero, interviewed the author of a book called Like Literally Dude, and her name is Valerie Fridland. In the episode, they were talking about how, you know, we're always all so nervous about using ums and ahs in our professional speaking. And we think it comes across as like, we don't know what we're talking about, or we're not the expert. Toastmasters, Toastmasters, a speaking organization, even docks you for points and makes you pay like 10 cents per um, per ah, per, um, they call it like a... They call it like a fault start, I think, when you repeat yourself, when you start saying something and then you have to repeat what you were saying over again. I don't think it's actually called a fault start. But anyway, you get the idea. They used to charge you 10 cents every time you made one of these mistakes in your speech. At least that's what they did back in 2008 when I was like just starting in Toastmasters. That might have gone up since then due to inflation. I'm not sure. Um, But anyway, the point of Mignon and Valerie's conversation And the point uh, that Valerie makes in her book, like literally, dude, is that we can't fear the uhs, ums, uhs, you know, fault starts. It's part of the human speech. It's part of our natural speaking. And it helps your listener's brain, actually, to know to lean in and pay attention to the next point being made. There's actually even a dip. I mean, I highly recommend listening to the episode, but there's even a differentiation in when you say um versus when you say uh, like what our brains are primed to believe comes next. It's fascinating. So my point being like, don't try to edit those out of your speech. Don't try to edit the pauses out of your speech. Our brains want the pause. We want important points and information repeated, and we need those two things together often to help it all sink in. If you want 
way more of my thoughts on the power of like repetition in general in our messaging and how it improves cohesion throughout our business, please go back and listen to my episode that I did on May 10th. Um, I will be sure that that's in the show notes, but it's really about like, am I repeating myself and why repetition is so effective in your messaging? I'll make sure, like I said, the link is in the show notes, but it really goes into all of this, like how even if you feel like you're on repeat or maybe you feel like you're saying it over and over and over again, you're actually doing your audience a favor by operating that way because we want important information repeated and we need you to make important points several times. So guidepost number three, make important points three times. And that's it. Those are the three rules. It's pretty straightforward. It's pretty easy breezy. Um, the three guideposts in expressing your thoughts so that everyone will understand you. And as I said, this is not my concept. This is Alan Alda's uh, framework, his article, not mine. I just wanted to kind of like bring it as a conversation to us and help you to conceptualize it in action. So I will make sure that I include a link to the show to the article in the show notes. I've just been really fascinated by this process and like very curious about how it actually works. And so I wanted to put it to use and try it out for myself in a podcast. And I wanted to share it with you, of course, so that you can start using it for your own content creation too. On that note, speaking of your own content creation, I mean, you knew I was going here, didn't you? Like A, I told you at the beginning, and B, I can't not talk about content because I'm a content writer. Speaking of your content, if you liked this episode and the concepts in here about clear messaging, sharing, communicating your business with the world in a way that more people can understand, and... You're like, well, this Emily girl is not so bad, or you've been around here a while and you know I'm not so bad. I would love for you to come learn alongside me in a really fun and natural and actionable way. I have just started a new podcast called Content with Character, and I want to invite you to listen. It's like She Built This Is Cousin Podcast, okay? It's just you and me talking about marketing and visibility in ways that are 100% true to you, who you are, what your business goals are, who your clients are. It's about putting the character, putting your character back into your content creation and your marketing. It launched on Saturday, May 13th, and I have episodes already waiting for you to start listening to and binging right away. People are already saying that they're ready for more episodes, which just is so amazing to me. And honestly, like my eyes got a little watery when I started reading the reviews. They're already pouring in. And it's just amazing to see all of the people supporting me in this. I want to share one of the reviews with you. This one is from Sarah Gio of Sarah Design. And she says, more Emily? Yes, please. I was already a huge fan of Emily's other podcast. So when she announced this new one full of solo episodes, chock full of wisdom, I ran to subscribe. At only a couple episodes in, I'm so glad I did. I'm learning a ton, feeling inspired, and I wish a whole year's worth was already posted so I could binge them all. Keep them coming, Emily. Thank you so much, Sarah. Thank you all so much for the people who wrote reviews for my new show. I'm like beyond excited as I'm sure you can hear in my voice and your reviews. I, you, you cannot believe me enough when I say this. Your reviews mean the world to me. So make my day and go over there and listen and write me one. Um, as I said, the link for the show will be in the show notes. And you can also just skip the show notes altogether and look up content with character on your favorite podcast listening app. 
In fact, the one that you're listening to this show on right now. And fear not, the uh, Emily you've come to know and love who interviews people and she built this, she's not going anywhere. The show will be changing ever so slightly. And you'll hear more about how I actually came to that decision on June 14th with my episode with Alicia Galati. We're going to be talking all about numbers in your business, what numbers to pay attention to, how your numbers can inform your goals, and how your goals inform your numbers. And the change on the She Built This podcast for the meantime is that we're going to be going to every other week and I'm going to be focused on guest interviews like Alicia's, which you can imagine with more limited real estate, you know, we're going to every other week. I will be being incredibly choosy with my guests and my topics. Uh, But that said, I already have some great episodes ready for you to go through the summer. And I think you're going to love them. So don't like unsubscribe or unfollow to this show, but do subscribe and do follow Content with Character. And we will get max hangout time, max learning together. This summer, my focus is on really putting my heart and my soul into all things content writing, learning all I can so I can teach you. And my, my desire is really just to help more people bring their message, bring their voice to life in a way that feels really good for them. And I'm so excited for it. Um, so that said, lots of little goodies and opportunities in the work. Keep your eyes open for things that might be like up your alley or that you can share with a friend who it's up their alley. And to wrap up, to sum up, let's just go ahead and summarize our three takeaways. Today, in this episode, we covered the big news about the new podcast, Content with Character, Confetti, Confetti, Confetti. We talked about the new frequency of the She Built This podcast, Confetti, Confetti, Confetti. And we talked about the three guidelines for getting everyone to understand your ideas and information, which to recap those, they are number one, have no more than three points. Number two, say it in three different ways. And number three, make important points three times. One last thing I want to say to you is thank you for being here. Thank you for being you. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Three times. To learn more about She Built This and to join our community and get involved for yourself, visit www.shebuiltthis.org. 